0: Today, President Trump presides over peace in the Middle East. Joe Biden is apparently losing special interest groups left and right and much, much more to come. And it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Happy hump day, ladies and gentlemen. It is we're halfway there. We are halfway there. Keep trucking along this week. Uh, I'm joined today by Chad Prather, host of the Chad Prather Show.
1: Mm-hmm. For it's being good back. to be joined to you once again.
0: Yeah, thanks for being back yeah.
1: with your hat. With the hat. Yesterday, I was Earl Johnson. Look at that. <laughs> See, I can go incognito
0: real quick. That actually, that I bet that that does come in handy. It does come in handy. You take the hat off. You put something else on. Nobody mm-hmm. recognizes you or bothers you. That's right. Yeah. Uh, also joined by this this one guy over here. Yeah, dude. Jason Buttrell, <laughs> chief researcher.
1: She's of depressive. The of Glenn Beck program. Yeah. But we
0: were just actually talking about the special that Glenn has coming up that of course Jason uh, was working on with him. And I was telling Jason, thanks a lot, Jason and Glenn, because you guys do these shows and my husband directs them and then he comes home and it's just like, Well, we're all screwed, honey. <laughs> yeah. How was your day?
2: This one especially, this is uh this is rough. Tonight, it's, it's very, very it's hard. Yeah. It's a lot it's very deep. It's very uh It's kind of depressing, but it's like information that everyone needs to know.
0: Yeah, you need to hear it. You just don't necessarily want to hear it. You Mm. need
2: to prepare yourself. These are the things that's going to come at us in, what, six weeks?
1: Yeah. That's all we got. Yeah, like less than 50 days now. It's insane.
0: What is it, 48, 49? That's crazy. Uh, So don't don't forget to catch that. It is 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. uh, Glenn Beck's special. You're not going to want to miss it. So President Trump... Uh, Yesterday afternoon, as as of the time of this taping of the show, we already had everything planned out. And I think this was happening as we were taping the show. But uh, President Trump declared the dawn of a new Middle East as he presided over the signing of two historic Middle East diplomatic deals between Israel and two Gulf nations. Uh, Here's a clip of President Trump yesterday.
1: We're here this afternoon to change the course of history. After decades of division and conflict, we mark the dawn of a new Middle East. Thanks to the great courage of the leaders of these three countries, we take a major stride toward a future in which people of all faiths and backgrounds live together in peace and prosperity. In a few moments, these visionary leaders will sign the first two peace deals between Israel and the Arab state in more than a quarter century in israel's entire history there have previously been only two such agreements now we have achieved two in a single month and there are more to follow
0: Now, the deals are between Israel and the UAE and Israel and Bahrain, and they involve the exchanging of ambassadors, establishment of embassies and cooperation on a range of fronts, including trade, security and tourism. I know Jared Kushner played a big role in all of this, but it's interesting because I remember hearing uh, way back when in 2016, 2017, you know, the the mainstream media told us Jared Kushner was this, you know, he's just this young guy with no experience. He's not going to get anything done and now we're looking at two historic uh peace deals yeah
1: that nepotism yeah right that nepotism uh 36 years old jared kushner i mean that's and he looks a lot better than brian stelter who's two years (laughs) younger right (laughs) that is uh you know he he was gonna be a warmonger right he was gonna create world war three all of this um You know, and there are people who, what do you do? I mean, Trump is going to, is... He's gonna catch it either way he goes, right? right. He, should he get a Nobel Peace Prize for this? There's been mentions of that. Of course, now they want to compare him to Hitler and Hitler getting the Nobel Prize. Democrats used to love the Nobel Prize, and until Trump gets nominated by somebody, now they hate it. It was
0: great when Obama got yeah, nominated a, for literally nothing. Yeah, exactly. I can't count
2: how many times Hitler brokered peace between the nation of Israel and
1: Arabs. <laughs> right? That was his M.O. all the time. I mean, unlike uh, I mean. <laughs> Unlike Hitler, Trump actually has Jewish grandchildren, uh, you know, his, his daughter converted to Judaism. This is it's so I, I just was I was sitting there last night and I was thinking. I'd love to know what Trump knows or has on people or what it is that it created this mind blowingly mind numbing chaos that's out there. But if think of what the guy could accomplish with a little bit of support, a little Mm -hmm. bit of encouragement, it's it boggles the mind to think that you hate someone more than you love your own country. And even when the guy succeeds at, at something monumentally peaceful, you still can't be happy.
0: Yeah. I mean, so now we're finding out that the left apparently does not like peace. Well, they now they're saying, "Well, these they weren't warring
1: anyway, right?" right.
0: Oh or or that's yeah, that's true. Thing. Or well, I you mean, know, Obama really set them up.
1: How deep do you have to put your head in the sand <laughs> yeah. to know the thousands of years of history of war between these peoples, right? Yeah. So to do this, it's a step in. It's a step in the right direction. That's such a ridiculous. I saw that too, and I was like losing my mind
2: because so like, oh, they were like, and it was very like sarcastic. You know, they were like, you know, how much? You know, how 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 much were they dropping bombs on each other? You know, like I didn't know they were at right. well, the stupidest stuff. But uh, come on, they had no diplomatic relations at all. That means no travel, no mm-hmm. trade. No, nothing. Now they're already setting up trade agreements. They're talking about uh, Jews vacationing in UAE or Bahrain and Mm -hmm. vice versa. Mm -hmm. There was also a provision in there for opening up uh, um, historical sites within Jerusalem that they can now go to um, that they didn't have access to before. I mean, this literally is the path towards peace. That's, that's one thing, and the nerdy side of me is very... very I'm, is there a
0: different side? Yeah,
2: the, the main ah. side of me is also thinking this. Um, is, uh, the, we've talked about before, after the news of this first came out, uh, with UAE, was it all the dominoes that would start to fall? Well, mm-hmm. this was another domino. But take a look about what's, what's happening now. They're actually building a coalition of forces. All the Arab nations allied with Israel against Iran. Yeah. That means no Americans have to be there. They're building that force so we can get the hell out, mm-hmm. which is amazing. And um, Qatar is, is has always been fighting against these, these Arab nations. Um, Saudi Arabia being the ones trying to build that coalition against Qatar. Well, now Saudi Arabia has the incentive to join up with this. We we are we were all hoping that they would join this coalition, mm-hmm. but now that Qatar is saying that they don't agree with what the Arabs are doing, the other Arabs are doing here. Then Saudi Arabia's going to want to join in with Israel now, so they're further isolate Qatar, further isolate um, uh, Iran. Two of the largest state-sponsored terrorist uh, or, uh, nations in that area. This is amazing. You can see the the you can see their you know their vision for how this goes in the future. And it looks very, very promising. But to sit there and what was that? Was it CNN when at this was being signed? They all they could say at the bottom lower yes. thirds was no one's social distancing
1: or wearing masks. Come <laughs> on, it That's was a, so let me tell, you, let it was me tell a you something.
0: On the White House lawn, right? It was outside, <laughs> like it was a picnic there, right? And that was their headline. This
1: is a diplomatic piece, right? This this is a diplomatic piece. This is a this is a bargain deal they're working on. This is a business deal amongst countries. Uh, you want to talk about social distancing? When the Arabs and the Israelis kiss one another on the cheek, then you'll know that deal is, is a real yeah. blood deal. But we're not at that point, and I don't think we ever will be at that point. But you talk about not social distancing, they, we, need, we need them to start kissing each other. Because <laughs> culturally, that's what happens yeah. when you go into a peace deal. But uh, yeah, I mean, you got the Afghans who are having peace talks with the Taliban. I'm like, what world are we living in right now? You know. Yeah. It's all you take it with a grain of salt, but it's some weird things going on in the
2: world. Compare the way the media reacted when Obama was reaching out to Cuba, mm-hmm. and how they said, "Oh my gosh, so Revel, you know he's great, you know I can't, he's you know, peace, and mm-hmm. you know yada yada, all these things." They just they couldn't stop bowing down to him for that. All Obama was trying to do was uh, reestablish diplomatic relations, bring in trade vice versa mm. what's the same thing right now is going on in a place with israel again with arabs that they said could not happen yeah so the thing they praised obama for doing that they will not praise trump for doing the exact same thing in the middle east mm-hmm. it's, it's insanity
1: incredible. i need people to become less woke
0: good luck yeah. <laughs> I we all need people to become less woke yeah uh so speaking of israel I I read this, and I think that my jaw hit the floor. There was a new study that came out that said that nearly two-thirds of young American adults do not know that six million Jews were killed during the Holocaust. More than one in ten believe Jews caused the Holocaust. And, uh, yeah, so this is millennial and Gen Z adults, so between 18 and 39. Uh, Almost half could not name a single concentration camp. Uh, almost a quarter of respondents, 23 percent, said they believed the Holocaust was a myth or had been exaggerated. Public schools. Public one in one no a- eight yeah. had definitely not heard or didn't think they had heard about the Holocaust.
2: That's tragic. Absolutely tragic. Absolutely insane. Um, you would think that culturally— they would have run across the Holocaust. Well, it's culturally. interesting
0: because aren't they the ones who continue to call President Trump a Nazi and Hitler? Who the hell are they talking about? How what kind of reference point do they have if they don't even know what the Holocaust is?
1: Yeah. I had a guy who messaged me the other day, he says he watches Blaze TV all the time for one reason and it's to see Sarah <laughs> Gonzalez get fired up. And this is what <laughs> we're talking about right now. Uh, he's like, I oh, know she's pregnant and everything right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to see her get fired. I worry about the baby. But but it's okay. <laughs> I agree with you, you don't even know what point of history you're referencing. Right. You have just learned a word that sounds good coming yes. across your lips, right? And, You would think that these people who are so into history would know something, you know, that happened 70 years ago, uh, you know, 75, 80 years ago, versus say something that happened in 1619, right? Versus uh, uh, slavery and those kind of things. They keep talking about reparations. Well, I mean, obviously you're not historians. So you don't know what in the hell you're talking about when it comes to, to, you know, what for us is ancient American history versus something that was just in the last century,
0: yeah, yeah, Jason, you said public schools.
1: Yeah, we've been talking about that for the last few weeks now,
2: um, just about what what they're doing with curriculum now, pushing Marxism, pushing critical race theory, crap like that into mm-hmm. schools. When clearly they don't give a crap about teaching the stuff that actually matters. Yeah. I mean this is just ridiculous. I can't. I went to I went to private schools, and. It seemed like we talked about the Holocaust almost every single year. Yeah. It's, I can't remember a time when we didn't. But what the hell are they talking about in public schools now?
0: Well, wow. that's, that's why, like, I can understand if, it's, if you have a younger child, maybe, who just hasn't gotten to the age where the Holocaust talk is appropriate.
2: But 18 to 39-year-olds.
0: Right. I mean, you've gone through all of your primary schooling. <laughs> uh, certainly a good number of them have gone through university. And still... That many people have no clue.
2: Yeah, that's this. What's weird is this is not even a left right
1: issue. So I don't get this. It shouldn't be. No, it's not. This is Western civilization. This is world history. I mean, this is stuff that everybody should know. You know, I heard, when I went off to the University of Georgia as a freshman, I can remember hearing theories floated around about the Holocaust being a myth, and usually it was promoted by anti-Semitic groups and things Mm -hmm. like that. Uh, But now that you're seeing this, it's actually flooded into the mainstream. It's, It's asinine. That's why I keep saying, you want to make a reference to Nazi Germany, I keep saying, Public schools have become indoctrination camps. They're not—they're teaching a faith. They're not—they're not just teaching uh, history or any of these things. It's—they're it, teaching a faith, and that faith is humanism. Uh, and rather than being honest about the human nature, they are glossing over large swaths of history, things that are guaranteed to be repeated. In the world, unless we continue to educate our children on these things,
2: I think I saw. I think yeah, it was a study done, I believe, last year by the I think was the National Association of Teachers, I believe, or this is one of those. I love those guys. I love those guys. (laughs) I love those guys. But they found that, and and they're not even a. They're not partisan. They're not right. They're not left. They just examine you know education in America, Mm -hmm. and they found that only one in twelve teachers, um, this is on our actually professors at the university level, are Republican. One in twelve absolutely nuts Mm -hmm. there was zero representation in journalism surprise surprise Um, and of course like zero representation in like uh, you know sociology and stuff like that but my point is is that this is the way it's been for a while the universities were infiltrated and fully infiltrated since the turn of last century so every time we sign those tuition checks and our kids go off to college this is what they're getting 24 7 Mm -hmm. they're not getting any other perspective Mm -hmm. so then those people have been graduating and going down to public schools k-12 through they're the ones that are teaching our kids so of course that's what they're getting, and you're seeing that now. We're seeing, you know, with online learning, parents are starting to take pictures and stuff, and it's leaking out, like the stuff they're actually saying. Yeah, it, it's it's horrifying. Yeah, it really is. Radical transgender stuff, like to to elementary school kids, stuff like that. I don't. I I'm glad my kids, my daughter's out. She's in university.
1: Wish are me luck gl- on are that. Are you
0: glad about it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it opens up a whole I've new can of worms. I'm on I'll it. I'll tell you,
1: Jason. What I said was, to my two daughters are at two different universities. I said I will not fund bad ideology. I'm not. I'm going to tell you how to think. I'm not going to tell you what to believe. You go formulate your own beliefs, and then let's we can talk about it. But mm-hmm. think about it critically. But when you come home with bad ideology. I'm not funding it, I won't do it. We'll pull your butt back home and chain you to the bed if we have to, but I'm not (laughs) letting some tenured professor who's never tested his theories out in the real world who lives in an academic bubble poison their minds, and that's exactly what goes on, because let's face it, you hippie liberal townies that don't know how to leave school and make a real life for yourselves, you stay in college forever. Forever, because you don't know how to function in the real world. And so then you get wind up with a professorship or going off educating our children out there. And you've never you've never lived in the real world. You've never done all this stuff. And that's not a slight on teachers, although I got my eye on you. <laughs>
0: all right. We've got much more to come. Uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor of this segment, ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN. So uh, have you ever wondered why Internet access is so much cheaper these days, like 30 to 40 bucks a month? Oh, you know, you're like, wow, this has gotten really cheap. I, th- that's great. The, the Internet service providers must just want to give me a really good deal. No, it's actually because Internet service providers like Comcast or AT&T aren't just making money off your subscription fees. They're also making money by uh, letting uh, all of well, they're basically spying on you. They're spying on you Mm -hmm. and uh, they're selling all of your internet activity and history and data to big tech companies. So uh, enjoy your 30 to 40 bucks a month because uh, all of your information is being sold and you have no idea uh, what other companies are finding out about you. But here is a way to stop it. You can make sure that 100% of your data is encrypted and your internet service provider cannot get a hold of it. It is ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN creates a secure tunnel between all of your devices and the internet. So everything you do online is encrypted. They do not have access to your information. Now, I don't, like, I'm not going to judge you if you're doing funky things on the internet, okay? But even if you're not, all right, you don't want them. You don't want big tech companies receiving your data. We all know. We've all watched. Have you guys watched? You've watched The Social Dilemma. Yes. Have you watched The Social Dilemma? We all know. They're not trying to use it for good, okay? They're going to use your information for really, really bad intentions. You don't want that to happen. ExpressVPN will work on all of your devices. It'll work on tablets, phones, computers, smart TVs, even your router, so your whole family can be protected. It's very simple to use. You can set it up in minutes. You can go to Express. ExpressVPN.com slash Y. That is ExpressVPN.com slash Y. You will get three extra months in your year long subscription of ExpressVPN if you go to ExpressVPN.com slash Y. Back in a minute. During an event to commemorate Hispanic Heritage Month, Joe Biden appeared in, I believe it was Kissimmee, Florida. Uh, I think probably he got some poll results in that said, uh, hey, Joe, you're not doing great with Hispanics. You probably should maybe, in Democrats' where it's pander to them more, right? Because that's we know that that's what Democrats do. And uh, apparently, Joe Biden thought that it would be a really good idea, very relatable to, uh, to us fellow Hispanics, to go out in Florida during Hispanic Heritage Month and show how relatable he was to the Hispanic folk. This oh, no. is what that looked like.
1: <laughs> I just have... One thing to say. Hang on, here. (laughs) All right.
2: There you go. Dance a little bit.
0: Joe, come on. I'll
1: tell you what. If I had the talent of any one of these people, I'd be... Oh, my
0: God.
1: ...elected president by acclamation.
0: What are the odds that Joe Biden had literally never heard that song before? <laughs> Five minutes that he walked on. Who advised him?
1: <laughs> Who advised him that I mean, the optics are so bad on this campaign, from the DNC to stuff like this to the you're not black? you you listen to Desposito, then you ain't you ain't Mexican. I mean,
0: what in the hell
1: is going on? Who's advising him? First of all, he was 10 seconds late after the introduction of walking onto the stage.
0: Well, it takes him a while to get going. I guess so. He
1: was out there finding Desposito. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, and then you're going
1: to... Like, God, the pandering is horrendous. Really, really. Be how- real.
0: Own it. Just be real. I don't... But. Can he be real? No, he's incapable of it because they're telling him, hey,
1: Joe, here's how you're going to be hip. There's this song out there. You should go out there. I just have one thing to say.
0: What are you doing? (laughs) Jason. Moron.
2: How many people were even there? I I couldn't have been very many. It didn't sound
0: like very many. Actually, I saw uh, CBS News used a, I don't think we have this, but CBS CBS News used when they were talking about uh, Joe Biden's rally they used a picture from a President Trump, Latinos for Trump rally. And the picture that they used, like they actually had the, the MAGA hats on and they tried to use a stock photo from a Trump rally to show that there were a bunch of Latinos that were there.
2: I don't know what else you can do because you can't, I mean, the, the major, I'm sure the majority of the Hispanic community in Florida are Cubans, yep. um, also known as the the people that escaped all the policies that yep. he's now trying yeah, there's to There's no raps
1: going, leaving yeah. Miami. <laughs> I mean, he didn't have to play Despacito.
2: All he could say is, look, I don't like Marxism. I don't like Fidel Castro. Once and for all, that's not my policies. That's all he could have said. He could have got a ton more, more support. But they can't say that. Because that wouldn't actually be true, because they do support. It doesn't fit casting. the narrative. That's no.
1: exactly right. right.
0: Well, uh, I just for the record, I, well, Despacito. I don't know if you guys know, is actually a really like sexually explicit song in mm-hmm. Spanish. So kind of gross, kind of weird. So maybe he has heard so it. So it before. apparently, apparently, <laughs> Trump retweeted. Somebody
1: did a video meme. Do you see that? Where what they do straight retweeted. out of Compton. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, so they over they overdubbed it with like. Ice cube. Bad. Yeah. And and so, yeah. And he's like, so what's
0: this all about? Yeah. it was bad. That, I, I that's know pretty, I saw that's him. pretty cringe, too. Yeah, I saw him retweet that and I was like, yeah.
1: no, yeah. The same way like, Donnie like, T, stop it. Yes. Somebody, somebody get Donnie T's on the toilet. He's in there tweeting. The door's locked. That's
2: something the left <laughs> is really behind. They can't mean they can't do stuff on the Internet at all. Mm. The, the Trump campaign's all over it. Mm. I mean, it's they like they wrote are. the book.
0: They usually are. Uh, but no, for the record, Despacito means uh, slowly. Which is what we know, Joe Biden. Like that's how he performs every basic task. In Come on, step too. Just <laughs> slowly, so maybe that was a little bit appropriate. Uh, talking about Joe Biden, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Speaking of the Latina Latino vote, uh, she says that Joe Biden. Okay, he's not liberal enough. We all know he's not liberal enough. But I think that he can be pushed to the left if he wins. Here's a little bit of that. The primary is over. And right now, what is most important is to make sure that we ensure a Democratic victory in November and that we continue to push Vice President Biden um, on issues from marijuana to climate change to, um, to foreign policy and making sure that we continue to fight for a progressive agenda in in our future. What
2: would be the main issue? You think it's climate where he needs to be more progressive, or is there another one that you think is uh, at the top of the list?
1: You know, I think overall,
0: (laughs) um, um, we can likely push Vice President Biden in a more progressive uh, direction across policy issues. So basically the answer was, I have no flippin' clue. I wasn't given a script for this question, so I'm just going to go ahead and repeat myself there. Yeah. Uh, she, also said, uh-huh. she also said in this interview, criminal justice is another area where we can pursue a lot of progressive direction, which I found interesting considering uh, the president was the one who signed historic criminal justice reform. But hey, what do I know? Uh, so there you have it from AOC. They, they think they're just going to pull the strings and... Mm-hmm. Get him to go further left.
2: That's why he's there to begin with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is because he's eight thousand years old. He can. He doesn't have many coherent
1: thoughts, and he's someone that they can control. Yeah. That's why he's there. They it, can push him. I mean, that, there's the narrative the right there. There, she knows they're capable of pushing in a Harris Biden administration. Yeah. <laughs> they're capable of. He's a skin mask, right? He's a puppet. So that, yeah, they know they can
2: pull the strings. I just, I, I just read an opinion op-ed on the Washington Post. And uh, why did you do that? I know. Well, it was because it had a crazy headline. It was, you're going to make me vote for Donald Trump. (sighs) And one of the biggest things she was, I I can't even tell if it was satire, if she was being, if she was being real, but she was clearly a liberal. And she said that the way that they're setting everything up to where Biden is basically just going to be, I believe that's the direct word she said, a puppet for the socialists, that she hates Donald Trump. She absolutely did not like him at all, but she's going to regrettably vote for him. And I've heard so many people say that. And it's also one of the reasons why I don't, look, you cannot trust polls. You couldn't trust them in the last election. You sure as hell can't trust them now because there are so many people like that woman. I mean, they're they're not going to, but they're not gonna be as bold as to come out and write that in a column. They're gonna hang back. They're not gonna tell their friends. They're not gonna say anything. As far as their friends are concerned, they're still Democrats, but they're yeah. going to vote Donald Trump because they don't want a pushover socialist. Yeah.
0: Well, so you're talking about all of these people who are coming out of the woodwork uh, secretly going to vote for Donald Trump. There is, a, now this is, you said don't trust the polls. Now, the, full disclosure, this is p- according to polling from a, what's, this is written on the paper, from a queer dating app. Okay. <laughs> so that's, that is where this polling came from. Take that for what it's worth. But it says a uh, 45% of, Queer American men are planning on backing President Donald Trump. And, of course, the headline from Pink News was queer men to forego their morals this November with a thumping 45% vowing to back Donald Trump, which is weird. Oh, my gosh. I didn't realize they knew these men's morals. Have
2: they not learned that you can't call people deplorable or that they have no morality and it's not going to go well for you? Yeah. You can't Apparently call people not. stupid because you don't like the way they're voting.
0: Have That's they learned any nuts. of the lessons that they should have learned from 2016? Which is so
2: weird. I'm like, come on. Are you that? Yes, they are that dumb. Yes. But I don't. This is this is this is absolutely insane. I, I Cannot, why wouldn't gay people be voting for Donald Trump? He's. They don't. They, 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 I, they, I'm. I'm assuming they just. They don't believe the lie. Donald Trump does not hate gay people. He has not done a single thing against gay people. Yeah. Nothing. Right. I mean, it's. It's absolutely ridiculous. And most of them. Most of my gay friends. Uh, they don't like the LGBTQ elemental P. Uh, movement. Yes. Or you know. They don't like the ism of it. Yeah. They're like, well, what are you fighting for? We've won. We have everything. Exactly. What are we being discriminated from? Why are you being so militant?
0: Yeah, I think it's the the L's, the G's and the B's who are like guys, we like we're good now. And then it's the T's and all of the other yeah, what are you guys doing? alphabet letters. They, yeah, they're like, could, could we just separate? Could we just, like, divide and the L's and the G's and the B's can just come over the here? L's and like, the You G's, guys can do whatever the hell you want.
1: The L's and the G's don't trust the B's and they don't like the T's. So you've got to figure this whole thing out. It really gets confusing. The Q's, which is what we're talking about right now. Uh, there's two I, Q's. I, well, there are. There's. Weird there's questioning. Yeah, there's a lot. I'm yeah. still trying to figure just out I'm what sure. two-spirit is. And they're U's <laughs> as well. Uh, (laughs) they're interrogative I they're very exploratory I'm going to stop now listen I I I'm like you. I mean, I know a lot of people in the in, a, in the gay community, and uh, I work with a lot of people in the gay community. I'm in, I'm in a, for all intents and purposes, in the world of theater. I'm in the world of the arts. Uh, I, I know a lot of people that are... There's a lot of gay people in the world of the arts. There just are. Um, some of the people who are very closely that work with me, part of my organization, part of my company, they're gay. Uh, Donald Trump had the first openly gay cabinet member in Rick Grinnell. Mm-hmm. So you're right. They have their rights. You can't tell me that... People in, in the lesbian and gay community aren't capitalists. You can't tell me right. that they don't want you know, free trade. You can't tell me that they're not smart enough to handle the, the, the economics of, of what we're looking at here. I mean, you go back to that peace deal. Do you see Joe Biden negotiating that? I mean, do you honestly see him even being able to summon the rhetoric to have that conversation, to have something that is known as a monumental peace deal? He's incapable of
0: it. Yeah. Uh, Let me just leave. The gay community knows that, by the way. Yeah, well, they do. (laughs) They they can see through that. These are real issues. And let me add another thing that the gay community knows, which came from Rick Rick Grinnell, who you mentioned earlier. He said, for four decades, Joe Biden has attacked the LGBT community uh, as a U.S. senator, Biden supported Don't Ask, Don't Tell, the Defense of Marriage Act. Biden voted to cut off federal funds to any school that teaches acceptance of homosexuality. And Biden said again and again that he was against marriage equality. So what I about think-
1: pederasty and pedophilia,
0: Joe? Ooh, all right. <laughs> so we're going to go to break. We'll be back in a minute.
1: <laughs> That's what's hilarious. They all
2: uh, didn't support gay marriage. I know. Not until they think- found Hillary.
0: All of them, yeah. All right, uh, apparently the COVID-19 vaccine will be free for all Americans who want to get it, this is according to a federal government plan submitted to Congress this week, uh, detailing how the vaccine will be rolled out nationwide once it is approved. Uh, they've put together this really large, complex plan for distributing the vaccine as quickly as possible, um, which I I feel like I've talked to both of you and neither of you are comfortable with the whole, like, let's fast track a vaccine for a virus that already has a pretty high survivability rate and... Uh, Why
2: would I rush to get a vaccine that I'm not worried about the disease to begin with?
0: Right. it's yeah. interesting. I, okay, yeah. so
2: I have a rule. So I do have a rule now after learning over years and years and years. Once a prototype thing, like a new phone comes out, don't get it right off the start. Yeah. you wait a few months yeah. and, and let the let the uh, let the guinea pigs get the bugs worked Let out. them figure out all the bugs. Then they do a recall. They fix the software. <laughs> then you go in.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell no! Am That's I gonna no, like? Nope, no, no, Here it's no, free. No, here, no, take it, no, take, it no. take it, take it. Oh no, nope, 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 <laughs> nope, nope, nope. No, no, no. I'm gonna let Lisa Page, Stuber Gear's wife, do it because yeah. she's already said she we'll, would. I'm we'll gonna watch. as well. I'm going Her arm will be like. Ah!
0: I mean, she'll turn <laughs> into an incredible Hulk. Another yeah, arm like probably.
1: have six fingers and stuff. Yeah. See.
0: <laughs> we'll see. I'm watching. I mean, but I, I just look at this and I'm like, what kind of incentive do the vaccine manufacturers have? to create a healthy, safe vaccine if they already know that they've got a deal that it's going to be free for all Americans and there's going to be a bunch of money involved.
1: Well, I know the state of Texas is going to get $295 million by extending this disaster thing by an extra 30 days thanks to Governor Abbott, right? Oh. So there's money out there. There's federal money. You know, they, they the, the thing that was released was we found a way to provide it for free. That means they found money somewhere right. that they, these pharmaceutical companies are going to get paid.
0: Well, right. Uh, yeah, I mean they're not doing this for free. No, they're not nonprofits and uh, white knights who are going in and doing this just to be heroes. They obviously are getting paid. That's the only way that they operate. Mm-hmm. You know? Where did it
2: is, I'm assuming DoD. That that would be my assumption because if they're not, get, get, if it's not a, an appropriation through Congress, it's got to be DoD.
0: Yeah,
1: I think we've got an article on oblate.com. I, I haven't had a chance today to read up on all that stuff. I saw the headline though, and I, uh, my response was no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, uh, Dr. Robert Redfield, who, of course, is the CDC uh, director, he actually broke with Donald Trump today um, on the timeline of developing the vaccine. He said that it will take months longer than estimated to actually get into the hands of the public. Uh, Here is a little bit of what Redfield had to say.
1: These actually, we have clear scientific evidence. They work and they are our best defense. I might even go so far as to say that this face mask is more guaranteed to protect me against COVID than when I take a COVID vaccine, because the immunogenicity may be 70 percent. And if I don't get an immune response, the vaccine is not going to protect me. This face mask will.
0: Okay. so uh, apparently the comments were said later, but he said, I think we're probably looking at late, late second quarter or third quarter of 2020. 21. Um, But it's weird because I feel like we skipped over all of this, like, let's actually prove that the face masks work. So if the face mask is going to work better than the vaccine and we don't actually have any conclusive scientific proof that the face masks work, then how bad is the vaccine? That's what I want to (laughs) know.
1: I don't know. I want to know who dug up C. Everett Coop. (laughs) <laughs> Look at this guy right here. <laughs> if it works so well, why am he wearing it, you know? Why was AOC in that earlier clip walking so close to that uh, interviewer and her mask was too big for her face? She had to keep adjusting it.
0: You know what? Okay. Also, can we just, for a second, thank you. You're going to get me on a tangent. Good. So many people that I see. That's going to get turned on. So many people that I see, the men with the facial hair, and I'm like, the CDC said months ago that if you have facial hair, face masks don't freaking work. Mm-hmm. All of you, 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 every time you wear a mask, the CDC has already told us that it doesn't freaking work. And you are st- you still have to go into a store and wear it. Mm-hmm. I saw a guy with a beard that was this long, and he had this stupid mask on, and it was all puffed up, and it clearly was not doing anything. And I'm like... Why the F are you wearing this? Why are you wearing this? (laughs) All right, we got that kind of show going.
1: Look here. All you gotta do is go to the Walmart and walk around the parking lot for a little while and you'll see how the the efficacy of the masks. They're littered all over the asphalt. And not to mention the fact that these California wildfires that are going on and all over the place, they got so many masks that are littered out through the place, they're saying you gotta be careful because these N95 masks actually put off a noxious gas when you light them on fire. (laughs) So guess what, California? You're screwed.
0: <laughs> uh, edit really appreciates you censoring yourself there, Jason. Do you care to weigh in? I don't. I, I
2: there's been so much back and forth on the masks. Uh, like you see CDC saying, speaking of the wildfires, that it's not protecting you from the smoke.
0: Right, yeah. right. Uh,
2: so, but we're going to be protected from Corona with, with the same face mask? Mm-hmm. There's so much conflicting information right now. It seems like literally, I, I see the whole face mask thing as a, as, a, you know, as a tool for control. That's, right, that, that's all it is.
0: And it's, it's symbolism. Yeah,
2: but, but come on. He, but, but this guy saying that, I mean, even that one clip where he was saying that he's more protected with the face mask than he would be with the vaccine. I, I, I can't even, that doesn't even compute in my
1: head. I, I don't understand. I, I, why get the flu vaccine? If, if a face mask is going to protect you from the flu, yeah. then why get the flu vaccine? But people are lined up to do it, right? And they're, and they're actually encouraging it. You need to go get the flu vaccine. That's what the, that's what you hear from the, the government all the time. Go get the flu vaccine. Well, based on his logic, you don't need it. You just need a mask. My main conspiracy theory on all this, even though I don't think it's a conspiracy go. theory. Here we go. Theory. This is when the
2: good stuff starts. <clears throat> I, I believe they're already saying that life, they keep on pushing it back a year. You notice that? They're yes. like, oh, life's not going to go back to normal until twenty. Oh, life's not going to go back yes. to normal until 2022. Yes. And then other like people actually with the Fed are saying that we're going to have to shut back down. And then you look at I read this in CNBC, I think yesterday, where they're projecting that after all all said and done, we will we'll have spent 10 and actually in excess of 10 trillion dollars no! just on Corona type measures with relief, all that type of stuff. 10 trillion dollars. I think. That this entire thing, not how it started, but how it's morphed into what they're doing now, the opportunity they saw with coronavirus is to eventually pull us onto modern monetary theory. So if if viewers or listeners don't know, modern monetary theory basically means if you're a sovereign nation with your own sovereign currency, you can print whatever money you want. It makes no difference if you have your own currency. Um, You'll get to full employment. That'll make sure that you don't hit inflation, yada, yada, yada. So unlimited debt makes no difference, which is ludicrous. That goes against every single law of economics to the beginning of time. But we're the science deniers, but they're denying this very fundamental economic, economic law. But that gives them unlimited funds to do whatever they want, which is what you need if you want to turn a nation from capitalism. To socialism. Mm-hmm. I think that's exactly the train that they're on right it's now. It's goal
1: diverse. all along. It's for, it, sure. it, for one thing or another, it's been the goal all along. Yeah. All right, we've got more to come
0: back in a minute. Yeah, we will. Be. You see the Paul Rudd video? Oh, shut up, Paul Rudd.
2: What do you do? I love him. What do you do? Oh, no,
0: you won't now. Well, I could come on here and pretend like we weren't just talking about Dancing with the Stars uh, <laughs> before, the, uh, before we came back. But uh, I'd be lying. i on it. I'd be lying. <laughs> we were totally talking about Dancing with the Stars. But uh, it is official. Big Ten college football will return in October. So they've now reversed themselves. Uh, they announced after a unanimous vote that they will resume the weekend of October 23rd to 24th. And uh, this follows a reports that a proposal had been approved for the league to resume play. And then of course, there was a hot mic moment uh, from the University of Nebraska's president suggesting that an announcement was imminent. They're going to play eight games. Every school is going to play eight games in a nine week window with the league title game tentatively set for December 19th. Now this is a question. this was just just in August they voted. To cancel, they were going to postpone all of sports, right? All, all college sports Yeah, they were going to do, the Big Ten. They were going to postpone. And now all of a sudden, uh, they. Uh, and by the way, the, PAC, the Pac-12 followed suit as well. And now they've just changed their minds. <laughs> changed their minds.
2: So I'll, I'll get to pro- why I think they did this now. But I don't give a crap personally because I'm off every sport except for high school sports. I'm watching high school football, high school basketball, all that stuff. I'm not. Why are I, you off college? Because they're, they're, they're doing the same crap. I've seen the same social Agreed. justice crap and all. I'm not even watching college anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, but for the reason why I think they're doing this, I was in a college town. I, I went to New Orleans over the summer. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, just destroyed. They were, all, all the small businesses were like, yeah. we have no money. They shut us all down. We don't know what we're doing. Uber drivers were complaining right and left that there was nobody there to drive around. Mm-hmm. They were like, the, our only saving grace is college football starting. then we'll get a lot more business. That's New Orleans, a big city. Now imagine these small college, a lot of these are just small college towns, like College Station here in Texas, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Their entire income revolves around college sports especially these big sports towns or big football towns, um, they're absolutely destitute if they don't do this. The Big Ten pulled that without even, I'm, pro- I'm sure, not even talking to the local sports bar there yeah. or the restaurants or all well, the other it businesses. For, it was
0: for everyone's health. Yeah, such crap. The, the, these
2: athletes in the prime of their physical um, you know, shape in these, yeah. in these careers where the virus doesn't even target that age group, but they have to shut, they can't let them play football, it's the most stupid thing. I'm not watching any of it. Yeah, 260-pound
1: 200, gladiators that can run a 4440 <laughs> right are going to go out there, crush each other's heads. But the baby flu is what I'm worried about. Yeah, <laughs> right. It has a 0.3% mortality rate and basically zero when right. it comes to that age group. That's what I'm worried about. When they were talking yeah. about the concussions,
2: yeah. you had a lot more yeah. you know, we're worried about these there.
1: guys shooting themselves in the chest and leading to a suicide note saying, please study my brain because I've crashed it over and over yeah. again for 25 years, uh, but we're going to worry about the, the baby Mugu guy pandemic. I, and that's just asinine to me. But at some college, Dean goes, we're going to lose how much money? Yes. Right. Yes. right. And at yes. the end of the day, that's the issue. Whoa, at least television rights. right? But I'm with you, Jason. I, I've always been a college football fan. I care less about the NFL. I don't I could care less about those crowd babies. But you know, University of Georgia, Clemson. You know, everybody in my family went to Clemson. I went to Georgia. I, I'm a big college football fan. This sure year could care less. Yeah. I actually looked up the schedule the other day to say, are they even doing this? Because that's how little I'm. I'm not paying attention to any of it. Uh,
2: speaking of the economic ramifications, uh, this was. Did you guys see the Yelp um, statistic? That's uh, they did a they did a survey, or they or they noticed the the, the businesses that were shutting down permanently, restaurants, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, of the restaurants that have had to close their, their doors because of the lockdown, 60% are staying done. Yeah. They're done. That's, That's catastrophic. Mm-hmm. The hubris involved with, with these city and state governments saying, oh, don't worry about it. We'll, just, we'll shut it down. Everything will be fine. Take our handouts and you can just start right back up when we start the economy back. The hubris of that mm. is absolutely nuts. And there was a small minority of people, everyone at this table, including, um, we were some of the only ones say, what are you talking about? You cannot do this. Sixty percent of those businesses are gone forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. we're not even we're not even seeing the beginning of what this has done to our economy. Not even the beginning.
0: Well, sh- shifting back to sports, just we've got like a minute left before we, we have to it. go to break. Uh, are you going to watch the uh, the NHL? Are you going to watch the Stanley Cup?
1: I don't like hockey anyway. No, I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to watch really? it. I mean, I hope Dallas wins it, but I'm not going to watch it.
0: Oh my god, you yeah. guys. I mean, I I'm like not hockey. even I'm not a hockey fan Look, at all, but I'm like I need something. I don't watch
1: hockey either. All,
0: all of sports. the all of the good sports have been taken from uh, me. You know. High
1: school sports are awesome, especially in Texas. <sighs> don't even care. And a kid at none of it. It is a historic monumental deal.
0: How do, do the high school is How's the quality? How's the how's the camera quality?
2: Well, well, I mean, will you go? You I mean, you go so, to the games. Yeah, I'm going to my my Oh son's my school.
0: god, school. I'm, I'm going, going to being the game. In public. No. It's, it's
2: more it's more similar to like college sports. You know how it's like it's kind of like a like Euro soccer where everyone's going crazy and yeah, it's it's I, a whole lot of fun. I, I'm
1: not going anywhere.
2: I it, it it hurt me not watching my Cowboys yeah. this year. Yeah, that hurt me. Not watching last Sunday. Yeah. But then I didn't even give a crap when I saw all the news coming out about all the things they were doing the national I was I was yeah,
1: that's bad. I mean, if I'm in a that's restaurant weird. or whatever and it's on the TV, it's you'll, there you'll and you look. see it and uh, you yeah. see it, but I'm not watching it. I'm not
0: I watching really it. Less. All right. Okay. <laughs> Back in a minute, I guess. Party, right. party poopers. <laughs> Yesterday's poll, what are you more afraid of? 88% of you said a a President Biden, which, again, gives me the chills to even have to say President Biden. But apparently it gives most of you the chills as well. Uh, 9% of you said the riots and 2.3% of you said coronavirus, which is about (laughs) right. Although I do think it's interesting. President Biden is such a bad idea that there are only 9.3% who say the riots because the riots are a big deal. Did you guys see how much there was that story today about the insurance industry? Mm. They're having to pay out like historic uh, amounts of money because of all of the rioting and all of the damage done. Yeah, it's okay. The insurance company will just pay for all of it. Unless yeah. you've got
1: one of those policies that doesn't cover civil unrest. They do exist.
0: That is also true, but it's like, yeah, they pay for it, but you realize they add that back to your premium. That you're like, we're all going to pay for it now. So, Mm -hmm. but modern monetary theory, I guess, doesn't include that in in their little theory, Jason. Uh, All right, what's the poll today? Will Joe Biden find a way of getting out of the debates? Let us know what you think. You can go to the Blaze's Twitter. You think? Not even one. Got to do at least one. He's going to do the first one, I think.